to rob, kill, and destroy, but Jesus came that we might have life. So where are you fixing your attention this morning? Are you fixing it on Jesus? Because He is the tree of life. That is where we are come. We come to the tree of life. We come to Jesus. God is a covenant-keeping God. And He keeps His covenants. And we are in the new covenant. It's a beautiful story. I want to just read it. Asking the Holy Spirit. You know this. All of us know this in our hearts. But I'm asking for a fresh revelation. That we would know it much more deeply. That we would just take it on board. And the joy that would spring forth from knowing this new covenant. In Jeremiah 31 verse 31 This is what the Lord says. Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and their house of Judah, not like the covenant I made with their fathers on the day when I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt. My covenant that they broke, though I was their husband, declares the Lord. And so there was a covenant, there was an old covenant in which the people of Israel uh, also didn't fulfill their end of the bargain. And uh, they broke it, it says, in this this, uh, covenant, even though God was their their husband. And this is the covenant He's going to make now with us. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, declares the Lord. I will put my law within them. And they shall be my people, and no longer shall each one teach his neighbor and each his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they shall all know me, from the least of them to the greatest, declares the Lord. Isn't that amazing? This new covenant, everyone can know the Lord from the least to the greatest. From the cleverest PhD doctorate in theology to the to the person who can hardly even read or, read or write, that we can know God. Why? Because He puts a new covenant. He's given us a new covenant, and He's given us a new heart. And then this, uh, another little line. For I will forgive their iniquity and remember their sin no more. Isn't that a wonderful thought? Isn't that a take? Oh, can't you say off that? Hallelujah. Fantastic. That's wonderful. Lord, the Lord doesn't remember our sin. You and I might remember our sin. We can remember times we've messed up very badly. And the devil will keep on trying to remind us of that thought. But God has forgotten it. He's chosen to remember it no more. And he's forgiven us. So we are a forgiven people today. We need to be so thankful for this table, for this table of mercy. Because the sin issue has been dealt with. And the sin dealt, the sin, what happened with the sin in the garden, it, were, it, it, it uh, destroyed the peace that there was between Adam and Eve and God. There was, there was, it destroyed that peace. And that's why Jesus came. So I'm reading some very well-known scriptures here. Isaiah 53, verse 4 to 5. Surely He has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. 
He's borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. There are people who have, in this year has been a, a really tough year. And there's been some sorrows. But Jesus has borne those. Is carrying you. Yet we, we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace. And with his wounds we are healed. Just look, listen to that word. He brought us peace. By his chastisement, he brought you and I peace. Thank you, Jesus. We only find peace in Jesus. In the storm which we face this year, it's Jesus is the only one that can keep us. There's fear, there's, there's uncertainty. The world is, uh, wherever you look on, on social media, it's just it's, it's a, a, an unending stream of negativity, of uh, doom and gloom. Uh, and yet... When we come to worship, I'm so excited. I didn't think there were going to be so many people today. I'm so excited to see you all here. Why? Because it's such a privilege just to worship and give thanks to the King of Kings and to be together and to come to this table of mercy. And you all, to see you here, it gives me a great encouragement. Because you're still walking with Jesus. You haven't given up. You haven't given up on assembling together. You are here. Wow. So we've got a new covenant. A beautiful new covenant. The old is gone. It's a new covenant where Christ comes in us. It's the old one that says in Hebrews 8, it says that it's obsolete. That covenant is obsolete. He makes the first one obsolete and what is becoming obsolete and growing old is ready to vanish away. It's obsolete. When I buy, I don't know if, you've got, if you're a phone man, you know, you might have an iPhone or a, whatever phone you have. But uh, they become obsolete very quickly. Suddenly they, are, they, are, they cannot, be, cannot be used and we kind of upgrade. We've been upgraded. We have a new covenant. A covenant which is much better. It's not saying that the Mosaic Covenant was anything wrong with the Mosaic Covenant. But this is a better covenant. Moses is wonderful, but Jesus is greater. Hebrews chapter 1. Isn't that beautiful? So let's be thankful. Let's be thankful today for Jesus. God has given us a new covenant which is not based on works, but based on faith. Be thankful. Be thankful. Be thankful today. Jesus has done it all. He sacrificed all for us. The only sacrifice we offer is a sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving. That's why we sing. That's why we worship. Because we thank Him. And so, the communion in some tradition, is known as the Eucharist. And Eucharist means thanksgiving. And there's in that little word, there's the, I don't know, the charis. The charis, which means grace. It's a thanksgiving service for the grace of God, for you and I to be able to boldly come into His presence. So when we come today, we are thanking God. What are we thanking God for? His grace. 
thanking Him for the fact that you and I get to participate in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. We had a wonderful Sunday, last Sunday. Eileen and a whole bunch of people came to my house at lunchtime, and it was raining, and uh, they were getting baptized. So they got uh, dunked and sprinkled all at the same time. They covered, we covered all the bases on that. But it was just wonderful to see people who have just decided to follow Jesus, to walking with Jesus, and saying yes to Jesus, and saying, I'm going to follow Jesus. And to go under the waters of baptism and go down and die. And then we raise them out of the waters and they're alive in the new life in Jesus. And that is, has happened to each one of us. And we need to know that today. We need to be excited by that today because the world needs hope. The fact, the fact that Jesus lives in us is amazing. It's incredible. Let's come to the table. And Jesus, in, uh, I think it's in Matthew. Now as they were eating, Jesus took bread. And after blessing it, he broke it. And he gave it to the disciples and said, take, eat, this is my body. And he took a cup. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, drink of it, all of you, for this is my blood of the covenant which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. And that's what we celebrate some 2,000 years later. We still celebrate this ordinance, this Eucharist meal, this communion. As I was reading that scripture, because I've been doing a lockdown, a theme of thankfulness, He gave thanks. He gave thanks. He took the, the cup and he gave thanks for it. And what was this cup representing? It was representing his blood being shed on the cross for you. And he gave thanks. Wow. What love. What love. That he was about to go to the cross and die a bloody death and get his nails, his body nailed to a cross. And he was giving thanks just a few moments before that happened. Wow. This is a holy moment. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for your body. Broken for us. We thank you for your blood. Which is shed for us. That we might have life. That we might have fullness of life. That we might have abundant life. That we might have a joy. And so, beloved, I'm asking you to come to the table. And uh, we have to do it like in a social distancing way. So keep distances and maybe one lot come from this side and one lot come from that side. 
And Milane will play some music or sing. No pressure. But Lord, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you for forgiveness. We are grateful. We are a thankful people today. We have been saved. You have come and you have found us. If there's anybody here who does not know they are saved, today is the day of salvation. Maybe you've been walking with Jesus a long time, but somehow you've grown tired and weary. As you come to the table, say, Lord, forgive me for my weariness. I look to you. Forgive me for my sinfulness. And know that as we come to the table, we are freed, we are forgiven. So let's come to the table. It's that time of the year when Joe and Avril go back to America for two or three months. It seems like every other day we seem to be praying for them. The the years just flash by. So I'm going to ask Greg if he will just come forward and and just pray. And I want us to participate in this prayer. Usually we have kind of laying on of hands, but maybe that's in the COVID thing. Let's uh, lift hands. Lift your hands to Joe and Avril. And we bless you. We bless you. Thank you, Father. Lord, we just thank you for this couple. Thank you for their openness to you, Father. Their hearts that are open to you, Lord. And this love that you've put on their hearts for the needy. Those that that are in such desperate need. And they've chosen to come across the world to come and help. And to share your love. And we just thank you for that, Father. Thank you for this demonstration of your love that you have for us. That you've put that love in Joe and Avril, Father. And we just thank you for this demonstration of your love. And so we just, we just hold them up to you, Lord, as they go through this busy time of packing and going back to America and going to talk to all the churches that support them and asking for support for the year ahead and, and making their plans, Lord, for the years ahead. And we just pray for your protection on them. We pray for your guidance on them, Lord. We pray for your provision on them. We speak health and protection on them at this difficult time. We speak health and and healing over their families, Lord, both here and over there. We we ask for you to look over all of their their goods, Lord, their cars and their home. We we pray for the people that they support, Lord. We thank you for Patrick and for all of those that will continue the ministry while they're not here and we just pray for them too father we just thank you lord thank you father we really appreciate all of you guys who have taken the time to sign up and help patrick who is continuing the ministry on as we we go um and i'm sure you'll find that you will be very blessed in the time that you spend Uh, going out into, as Jesus said, the highways and the byways, compelling them to come into the kingdom. Amen.
Um, I, I would covet your prayers as we go back. Uh, my father has been diagnosed with cancer, and so I'd, I'd ask you to pray for him. His name is Bob, and he's doing very well. His spirits are very high, and he's, but he has lost a, a huge amount of weight, about almost 100 pounds. Um, so if, you, if we would really appreciate your prayers in that time um, as we go back to be with him and other family and also the churches. It's, it's kind of a, our flights have been canceled like three, four times now and rescheduled. So, yeah, we'd appreciate <laughs> Sarepta praying for us <laughs> that that stuff would go smoothly because it's really hectic trying to travel in these uh, weird times that we live in. And we'll be praying for you as we do. God bless and thank you so much for your support while we're here and while we're away. Romans 12. Verse 1 says, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by mercies, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Everything we do is worship. Whether... Because we do it with him, for him, and unto him. We do it to bring glory to his name. And uh, so we've gathered together and we've gathered around the table. And that's, if that is all we ever did, every week in and week out, it would probably be sufficient. And we went away from this place with thankful hearts. If we were like Jedithan and Heman, in 1 Chronicles chapter 16, who were given the job description of being thankful, that would be an amazing thing, that you and I have been given the job to be thankful. And that's why we came to the table today, because we are thankful for Jesus. And... uh, When you, I mean, doing these lockdown messages, suddenly you realize, I've got two, uh, two things on. When we do these lockdowns, when we do the, the lockdown message, uh, and, I, and we, I put it out, it's quite a challenge. Because it's easy to find a word and put it out, but are you doing it? Am I putting it into practice? And that's a totally different ballgame. And if I'm not putting it into practice, well, then I shouldn't be putting it out there. And so uh, the word, as we've heard the word today, as you hear the word and your own word and your own reading of the scripture, sometimes we, in this routine of just reading reading the scripture and closing the book and saying, I've done my bit. But there's much more. It's how we apply it in the day and how we love each other because the scripture is incredibly challenging. And so the scripture I want to challenge us with today as as we're going to change gear now. It's a short service. We've got uh, uh, the churches run and we've got uh, offering baskets here in the front as you go and and at the back if you can give offerings. But uh, the church has an arm called... What do we call ourselves now? The council, the Sarepta council. 
who meet and uh, look at the, the numbers and where they're allocated and where the funds and making sure nobody steals the money. And so we are, I think we are run stricter than Anglo-American. I mean, I know some of the government officials have managed to, but we couldn't get away with 10 cents, I don't think. And we have to give thanks to uh, somebody who's not here with us today, who has been doing our, our books and been the accountant, the overseeing accountant, and he knows every cent that is spent. And then when it comes up in a meeting, he'll remember, uh, you know, the, the 25 rand that got spent on that thing. And that is Sean McReynolds. And we have to honor him for the work that he's done. He's done, I don't know, time just flies, but probably 10 years. I don't know, time goes so quickly. He's been, he's been doing that. He's been having an oversight. But earlier in the year, he got uh, struck down with, uh, with cancer, and so he is retired from that. And I want to pray for him. Now, I know he's not here, but just uh, in the attitude of, he lives over there. <laughs> Lord, we, we, we lift Sean up to you, your grace and your mercy and your healing, your healing touch. Lord, Psalm 103 says, you heal all our diseases. And so we, we, we cry to you for Sean today. We ask, Lord, that you would heal him. We thank you for the chemo and the doctors and everything that they do. But we do know that we need your healing touch on him today. And so I bless him. I bless him and his household and his family, and I thank you for the great work that he has done. We thank you, Lord. Amen. And so part of our worship is uh, making sure things run smoothly. And uh, so that's why we have uh, a council who looks after the money. I just thank you all for coming here this morning. So some people might be visitors. You're welcome to stay. We're going to have an annual general meeting in which Greg uh, Reed will look through the numbers and we will elect some new councillors or uh, re reappoint some of the old ones. Uh, so let's just close this portion of the service. And if you would like to stay, we'd love you to stay. We need to have uh, at least 10 or 20 people. It'll be lovely. Uh, so let's pray. Lord, we thank you. We thank you that we've met with you. And you've met with us. And we thank you uh, for your peace. That as we go from here, we go in the peace of God. With the peace of God. In the peace of God. And we go with Jesus. So we're thankful. We are a thankful people. Amen.